0: Hello and welcome to The Silk Narratives, the first online platform and podcast dedicated to the talented, intellectually versatile and beautiful women of the Arab region and its neighbours. The world is increasingly turning towards inclusivity, yet a fair representation of Arab and Middle Eastern women is still lacking. Through this podcast, I hope to inspire my audience and prove that these incredible women are not the exceptions, but perhaps the rule. This is Rima. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Silk Narratives podcast. My guest for today is Zainal Saeed, a talented artist and the heiress an incredibly rich family background and history. From her father's side, Zaina is the granddaughter of Iraq's monarchy premier, Nuri Pasha al-Saeed whose memory is cherished by many Iraqis who yearned for Iraq's golden era in modern history. Her maternal grandfather is Jordanian Army General Fawaz Pasha Maher Bir who is of Circassian origin. Zena majored in business administration before her penchant for art took over, as she decided to pursue her creativity professionally and become famous for her collage works of art. Zena's work is an amalgamation of her roots, the fairy tales and stories she grew up with, where different cultures and melodies interact, triggering a unique sensation whenever you admire any of her collages. My guest for today is full of grace and magic. Zena, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for the lovely introduction. My God, I feel. No, it's, 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 it's an absolute pleasure. And as I told you earlier, I've been, I've been following you for years and following your work. I couldn't believe it when I was on my way here to you that finally I get to meet you. Thank
1: it's you so it's much. An, it's
0: such a pleasure. Zena, we were already talking about this, but you come from a family of political but also artistic personalities. You also mentioned that, that both of your un- uncles were, were artists. Um, your mom was a designer. Your sister is a fashion designer. How did that
1: interesting mix affect who you turned out to be as a person? Well like we were talking a bit earlier on um, who, how it it's of course it's the the foundation of the the, the atmosphere I grew up with in and, and um, how it was a mixture not only of artists and and designers it was on, also the military part my grandfather was was in, in military like you mentioned and it was like this uh, combination of Strict military, tribal atmosphere, as well as the artistic. So it kind of uh, evolved into this um, interesting mixture, which was the foundation to what made me go into and and decide to become as an artist. But it's really a very interesting mix. It is. I hope it is. (laughs) I I
0: hope. Also carrying such an important family heritage must give you a great sense of pride. But how did you deal growing up with the more tragic side of your family's history, with the coup that happened in Iraq in 1958 that took away um, the monarchy and everyone that is remotely connected to it, namely through the tragic death of the king and the tragic death of your great grandfather. Many Iraqis when they tell the story they, 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 they say it with, with a broken heart uh, to date I cannot imagine how it must be when you are directly a descendant of that history.
1: Well we grew and me my sister and my brother as well, we grew up aware of what has happened. I remember from a very early age that we were very aware of what has happened to to my great grandfather and my grandfather and the whole cool story but as a child you do you don't really realize the damage and and especially my grandmother who was who was still alive up until i was 20 she often spoke about it she often uh, talked about the massacre and what has happened to the family of course, it did affect us. The, first of all, the question that would rise is why? Why would this, were these such uh, horrible, bad people yeah. for them uh, to meet such a horrible fate? This is the first question that comes to mind. And regardless of... How horrible a person can be! At the end of the day, they do not deserve something like this. Not. They do not deserve to be uh, killed in such a way, or especially after being killed, uh, their their corpse to be uh, mutated in, in such a such a horrible, horrible way. But for one thing, my father actually never spoke about it. Uh, my father, after the coup happened, he moved to England and to Jordan, and he never actually spoke about it. Even when asked, he he refused to speak about it. My uncle, on the other other hand uh, who was the artist Issam Saeed was very vivid with him up until he passed away and you can see that um, it affected him so much that all of his artwork was about Iraq and it was about the beauty of Iraq. He also tried to sustain this image of the beautiful Iraq He, he but it, it also affected him. It really affected him a lot losing yeah. that part. You also have a very strong Circassian yes. heritage yes.
0: which you get from your father's side and also from your from my your mom's side, side well. and this is I feel like this um, Circassian influence mm. is very present and very palpable in your works mm-hmm. so growing up with all of these different
1: cultures do you feel that there was a culture that had more of an effect on you than another yes definitely because my father passed away at a young age and we do not have many members of my from my father's side my my grandmother and uncle uh lived in in England and we grew up in Jordan with my mother's side of the family which were pure Circassians and we actually lived with my grandfather from my mother's side who was uh, a tribal leader, the Circassian head of the Circassian Association and the tribal council. So Circassian culture was the dominant part of, of growing up as, as a culture. We were much exposed to the Circassian culture. The Circassians themselves as well have also dealt with uh, a tragedy where they migrated from the Caucasus post the Russo-Circassian wars In the late 1800s, early 1900s, they also have their side of the tragedy, which in a way you get to become connected to and you become aware of as well. My grandparents, both my grandmother and grandfather, used to always talk about the Caucasus, what it was like and... um, what sort of people they are because it's it's very different from, from the Middle East region. The North Caucasus is a very ancient, very ancient culture and they have extremely different traditions from um, a different language and a totally different language as well. So they often talked about the culture, the mythology, uh, folk tales and we were constantly exposed to these elements of, uh, of Circassian culture. So hence my interest and it, it developed and it evolved and it, it crept into my artwork as well because everything that I have learned it started expressing itself in, in the artwork. You kept um, all of these different
0: identities and carried them with you. Now, the next question I want to ask you now we're sitting here in your beautiful home in Amman uh, looking around it's, it's colourful it's vibrant it's full of character it looks like the works that you so beautifully create. Who is Zena?
1: Interesting question. <laughs> How I'd like to portray, or how I'd like, I'd like to think about uh, who I am. I think I'm an extension of of my family, or you know, my 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 father, my grandparents, and my heritage. This is what I think. It's, it defines it the, you in a way. What defines it? I think it's a difficult question. Who is in? I'm not really quite sure, <laughs> but I think it's a compilation of of all my family, like bits and pieces from my ancestors and from my mother and from my my I mean that's already a mosaic yeah it's already a mosaic yeah I guess so yeah I was always looking up to the elders of the family and I was always interested in 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 what they had to say and and I was inspired by them and a lot of uh, for example my um, belief system my ethics and the code of conduct is mimicking or is being inspired by by the elders of the family looking at at your work
0: Zaina I mean sometimes we find unexpected characters so be it a picture of of uh, like I'm thinking of the um, picture of the two kings King Mm. uh, Hussein of Jordan and King Faisal sitting next to each other which is such an endearing beautiful picture Um, but then you will find Elizabeth Hurley all of a sudden or Sophia Loren or um, uh, representatives or figures, Caucasian personalities. Mm. Um, So it's really such a mix. And I don't know where I read that, but in one of your interviews, you mentioned that you don't decide to include them. They just
1: appear. Yes. Yeah, that is true. So how, how, does, how does that happen? Well, basically, with my artwork, as you may have noticed, I try to avoid anything that is realistic. Uh, it's more like I rely on imagination. I think imagination is the basis of everything. Like, I don't think there is anything in this world that was not imagined first before it was actually created. Even this chair, this uh, cup of coffee. It was an image in in the head. Everything was, existed theoretically. Exactly, it was all in theory. So, the material we see is just a byproduct of imagination. So, because of this, I, I totally believe this. That all of this is just a byproduct, and the main power is in the imagination. So, I let loose when I'm doing my artwork. I let loose, and I try to mimic the imagination and the dreamlike process, and let it take its way like completely freely just to um, conduct where it's going so I for example I'd I'd find the nice character I let things flow all the elements flow like this character decides this and anything that pops up in my head I just add it and it just comes for some reason it seems to be completed to me as as it starts complementing one element starts complementing one another. Zina, you were not an
0: artist from the start. No. You you studied business administration and you worked doing different jobs, working for the EU, working as a writer as well as an editor for um, magazines. So you did this for about 10 years before deciding...
1: No, I'm going to become a full-time artist. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, it was it was by coincidence, actually. I, I always wanted to be an artist as a child, but it kind of just dropped as, you know, growing up. And when you graduate from school and you go into university, you don't really know what you want to do at seven. My friends were doing business administration. I thought, OK, I'll just do that with them. And uh, this is how it started. So it was years after graduation that my late uncle uh, Issam, he was an artist, um, he had a lot of unfinished projects. And I picked up from there. I said, why don't I finish what my uncle wanted to do and what he started? And this is how it started, basically. I was experimenting with uh, Uncle Issam's uh, work. And then one thing led to another. I started doing calligraphy and painting and experimenting with different medias. And after that, I entered into the collage world. And, and this is how it all started. So it's been around since 2009, 10, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since then, yeah. Zena, if you could have dinner with three people dead or alive? Uh, Al Pacino, mm-hmm. alive. Dali, dead. And this one, actually, um, he's a warrior. He was called Zalem Khan. He's a Chechen warrior. Mm -hmm. He was like a... Freedom fighter. Freedom fighter, yeah. Freedom fighter. He was one freedom fighter, yes. Wow, it's a really interesting mix. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) just to combine them all together. I hope they do get along. I hope so. (laughs)
0: Um, What are the values that uh, you hold so dear that you hope to pass on to your son?
1: I'm very old fashioned when it comes to manners and ethics, integrity, bravery, like these um yeah. chivalry, you know, those uh, bygone ideas of of how a man and a woman should be and how they act and how they should um, conduct, uh, you know, themselves, themselves them. between one another. Yani yeah, I I I'd, I'd like to think I I hold on to these as much as I can and I Try that, my son. Also, pick up some of the things that I hold dear. I hope. <laughs> Zena's life motto: live day by day. I try as much as I can. I try not to think of things as much as as possible. It's hard sometimes, but I think uh, you take things as a dream, like this life is as a, a dream. Zena, we all grow up with a picture
0: in mind of the woman that we want to become one day Mm -hmm. are you today the woman
1: you wanted to become to a certain extent yes i'm very comfortable with myself i'm very comfortable with the way i think with the way i deal with things so i think yes to a certain extent i think i've accomplished maybe yeah that to a certain extent the future i look forward to accomplishing more (laughs) becoming a yeah, the ideal person that I wish to be.
0: And speaking of ideal, Zena, who is or who was or who is
1: your role model? Any, my mother, definitely. Uh, my parents, of course, both of them and my grandparents, for sure. Yeah, any, both of them. Are there specific uh, values or personality traits that
0: you admire in them That.
1: Uh, Discipline, actually. Um, Discipline as well as acceptance. Uh, My mother is very, very accepting and she's um, extremely generous. So I think this is what inspires me the most. She gives too much. And uh, my grandfather, actually, discipline and love, basically. Yeah, mostly love. Uh, What
0: are Zena's dreams for the future?
1: well the, a lot actually the, dreams within yes. the, dreams. the dream within a the dream there's so many I'm working actually on um, to complement the dream within the dream I'm working on this new series of uh, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with lenticular prints it's like you see an image from a front view and then it changes from yes. this side. So yes, I'm in the process of creating a series of, of these uh, artworks that I think are going to be brilliant. So this is the future dream for the moment. For the moment. Amazing, I can't wait to see Yes, those. I can't wait either. And uh, As if your work was not magical enough. I'm trying. I hope it works though, fingers crossed. Yeah.
0: So last question, which I ask all of my guests Yes, yeah. if you met your younger self today what would you tell her
1: I would say uh, do not uh, go to university at 17 and don't rush any decision take your time and uh, making a decision